Hello friends, it is me, your host, Rebecca Conran, here on the Energy Report uh, via the New Story Podcast, and we're looking at the week of May the 11th through the 17th, Monday to Sunday. The theme I've chosen this week is, I am flexible. If not this way, another way will open. I am flexible. If not this way, another way will open. The tarot card this week is the uh, chariot, which is really, uh, it's also a seven, so it speaks to just following that spiritual impulse and focus. The dangers in this card are related to lack of caution and inflexibility. Um, This card also asks us to consider what are our methods for acting in the world? What's really guiding us? What's the guiding force? Um, And what are is guiding our fear what's guiding our what's the motivations here right now for us the chariot card is asking us to focus on self-control and discipline this week where do you need that reminder in your life right now be confident in yourself and your ability to move moment to moment by remaining flexible in the face of all possibilities that may meet you so rather than having a hardened vision we need to really also be receptive to other things uh, lining up for us. We might have uh, a wish that we want to complete, but also we want to make sure that um, we are always asking for the highest outcome for us and all beings to come about. So if our vision doesn't include that, we need to also be allowing um, that higher vision to channel through us by keeping open to those possibilities. In uh, his book, The Way of the Tarot, Alejandro Hodorowski speaks as if the chariot spoke, and he says, I am full, absolutely full of strength. Nothing is wasted. I am rooted in the planet and a lover of all its energies. They propel my movement. I do not crawl upon the ground. I see on high. I travel time without ever leaving the moment, without past, without future, the sole time possible the present like a jewel beyond measure. Everything here is nowhere else. So basically, you know, we're really asked to stay focused in our self-disciplines and practices that keep us in the present, uh, not hankering for the past and times that are, uh, uh, we've moved on from and, and not, uh, future tripping, you know, on how do we make all this happen? How do we do all of this? Everything that we have to do, we need to put one foot in front of the other and focus on what we can do in this moment, what we can, what we need to be uh, doing right now um, to support ourselves and our collective. The ritual uh, I picked this week is, is maybe an odd one. <laughs> it's definitely more practical than before, but it just kept coming up over and over again, so I decided to include it. The ritual this week is balancing your financial accounts. I'm not sure why this came up, but we'll go with it. Um, About 10 years ago, I had not filed years worth of taxes, and the IRS came after me, and they levied my bank accounts, which meant they garnered all of the money from within the bank accounts. So one day I went to get money out and there wasn't anything in my accounts and I had to follow the paper trail and figure out why that was. So because I had not filed my taxes for 
over, I think it was seven years, it might have been more than that, I can't really remember now, um, the IRS had an inflated amount of tax that they thought I owed them, so they thought I owed them about $26,000. It took me about three years to fully finish paying off and filing all of those taxes by working with an accountant, because I had to start at the beginning. Um, and um, I ended up probably paying about $10,000 uh, in, in back taxes, and uh, my accountant was expensive. Um, and filing the taxes was, you know, its own expense, too. So uh, my experience with that was that the IRS worked with me very cooperatively. I was able to get on a payment plan. Um, they were not trying to punish me. They just wanted me to get my shit together. Um, but because no one ever taught me basic financial survival skills, I, I basically learned the hard way how important it is to stay on top of accounting. So now uh, I file my taxes myself because I actually keep track of my expenses each month rather than letting it pile up and stress me out. So this week's ritual is to get into a better groove of accounting for yourself. Maybe you don't have tax issues, but if you have a lot of financial fear, it's really good to actually have a clear picture of what's going on for you with money. Um, so uh, it's very practical and, and it's absolutely a method of self-care because money is something that we need for survival as human beings. It's a part of our experience here. So just learning like where the flow is stifled or where there's some leakages uh, can be very important information for us as well as just paint a picture of like what's really going on with our finances so it's not just uh, floating around in the back of our mind. So how I do it is pretty uh, analog version. I know there's lots of apps and shit like that that you can do it with, but basically I keep a little notepad on my um, kitchen table and this notepad uh, I write in it uh, as I as I spend stuff. So about once a week, I probably sit and write in this notepad, and I'll write um, the month, right? So May 2020, and then uh, I uh, write down uh, what is what my expenses have been, what I've been paying out. So um, now I have like uh, an iPhone, and I'm able to keep track of my uh, banking shit. Um, like just on my phone. So I'll go through my banking, my online accounts, and I'll write down the expenses. I'll write down what is a business expense in my little notepad. And so I'm creating this, um, I'll write down what I'm earning in this notepad. Uh, so uh, pluses and, and minuses. And um, what this helps me to do is just like keep track. I know exactly what's going on. I know where my money's going. I know what's happening. Um, it's very practical and uh, and it's it's actually super easy to do. And then at the end of the month, I take all my receipts from that month and I put a rubber band around them and I save them for when I do my accounting at the end of the year. So it, when we get into this practice of just keeping a written record weekly, it takes no time at all, literally. It takes no time at all. Even if you have a lot of financing you need to do from years back, just start right now. You know, um, just start this month and you can kind of clean up whatever has come in the past, but don't let all of that other stuff stop you from like getting yourself organized in the present moment. You can start getting organized today with where you are in the present. So knowing where I'm at 
helps me quell financial fears that come up because of avoidance. Avoidance really uh, exacerbates um, the fears that we might have around our finances. So, you know, um, this is what I call financial hygiene. Uh, and this week, we are just cleaning things up on the money front. We're knowing like what we need, what our bottom line is, um, and uh, really getting clear around what is something that, where are my leakages, uh, what is really going on. All right, friends. So this week is not going to be the easiest of weeks. We will find that May and June will continue to push anger and grief up from the dregs for us. I personally don't believe that the spirit of the universe has an agenda for learning for us. However, I do believe that we are the perceivers and creators in this experience. And collectively, we have manifested the experience that we are having. So what I mean is we're all susceptible in through oneness to cause and effect or karma. So when humans are on a trajectory of behavior, it's only natural that it yield results that match that vibration. So in a lot of ways, this philosophy can be actually empowering as we each hold the solutions necessary to create not only survival of the human race, but healing too. It's all of our, uh, it, it's all of our responsibility and it, we all have the power to actually make changes. If we are stuck in any kind of blame savior belief system, that it's someone's fault over there, or conversely, someone save us like a spiritual or political leader, we're not collectively taking responsibility for ourselves. I believe spirituality is the act of saving yourself and then leading by example so others can do the same for themselves. And don't ever underestimate that power, your own power and the impact it can make for the collective good, you just doing this work for yourself. Currently, we've been forced into a corner where the only response that will work is going to be radical compassion. Direct that compassion inward for now, and when it's time to express it outwardly, you will know. This week we start Monday the 11th. Mercury is going to head into Gemini on this day. So we're still feeling that heavy restriction anti-freedom vibe from the Saturn retrograde transit Sunday. We're going to be feeling that for a minute. Um, you could feel mentally agitated and aggressive today, so it's important to think before you speak. However, one really cohesive and supportive transit that we're going to have through the next weeks, next few weeks is Mercury and Gemini. Our mind, communications, technology, all right at home in Gemini. We're only here till the 28th, though, so we just should be making the most of this time. We're processing a lot of mental information, but for the next few weeks, there's actually a really good ability to get shit done. Like our thinking capabilities are very sharp. So if you have something to learn, to build online or via technology, something you're writing, something to communicate or share, this is an excellent energy for it. It's an excellent, excellent time for meditation too. This is just an, a great time to process information for yourself. And it's super symbolic that this transit is taking place on the 11th day of the fifth month, five symbolizing freedom, 11 symbolizing our ability to create our experience through our thoughts and intentions. 11 asks us to be aware of our thoughts because they are creating our reality. So keep imagining them as those seeds that you're planting and keep growing your garden very consciously by, by being aware of the thoughts you're choosing. On Tuesday the 12th, 
the moon is going to conjunct Pluto and Jupiter all in Capricorn. And also Mars is going to try in the north node in Gemini. So think of this day as emotional tension that comes up to push us to create boundaries and make changes that we're destined to make. This is a super karmic day. You're in the right place at the right time. And the more you sink into the rightness of your personal journey, no matter how difficult, you will also harness what you're moving forward into. Watch what's going on today in your own life and in the public forum for clues as to action that we're supposed to take over the next few months. This is a really, there are some really uh, vivid clues that are going to come up on this day about our collective consciousness destiny, which really means like what we're growing into, you know, uh, how we can really harness like um, the energy in positive ways. On Wednesday, the 13th, Mars is going to enter Pisces and Venus retrogrades in Gemini. So uh, this is a huge shift that's coming up. It's one of the main shifts that's coming up. Uh, but we'll start with Mars. Mars pushes us to action and aggression, uh, which is necessary sometimes to get shit done and protect ourselves. Pisces, though, it's more focused on feeling and transforming energy with love. So those are kind of like... Um, not very <laughs> Mars traits, uh, you know, um, or they're, they are cohesive. Of course, we need Mars and Pisces. It's, it's a great placement to have. Uh, but we can uh, have a hard time sometimes finding, like, our strong boundaries uh, with this placement as we seek to kind of um, dissolve boundaries instead. So this softening of our aggressive natures, it can be helpful in a way to create more of this radical compassion that I've been speaking about. However, it can also make people feel more pessimistic and hurt when life doesn't match the dreams we have when, when we're in the shadow uh, side of Mars and Pisces. So we really want to focus on the love that we have to give uh, with this transit. You are love and our collective has much to gain from you embodying um, this true self, this true loving self. This will be a few weeks when it will take self-compassion, um, when we feel unmotivated and emotional. You know, we really need to be so compassionate towards ourselves when we need more rest than usual or we're just feeling a lot. Also, we want to pay attention to our dreams and the symbolic messages that come through those channels at this time. And, of course, be aware of escapist behaviors that exacerbate your mental anguish. Have a daily creative practice um, if you're feeling uh, like empathy overload. Creative practice really helps us to kind of move emotions out from in us and onto us into, a, into form of some sort. Um, but the biggest energetic shift this month is going to also be on this day. It's going to be Venus retrograding in Gemini. So again, sending us back to our beliefs and mental projections and, and having us review our values. What we think is what we see in our lives. What we think is what we see in our lives. You know, that's just such an important, um, those are important dots to connect. Um, what do you value? You know, what's, what's valuable to you? If you value like your family, right? Of course you do. Um, extend that out to include the whole human family. If we can love our Trump-loving dad or aunt as an extension of our family, what about the rest of the country? Can we also extend our love out to them? 
If we believe that we deserve to have resources to take care of ourselves, what about every other human being? So our values and beliefs, they've got to extend to include all beings on earth. We can no longer pick and choose who is worthy of dignity or compassion or unconditional love. We just have to get down to the business of expressing this uh, universally. We are equal in spirit and we must continue to speak up and demolish programs and systems which do not function in equality and unity while still offering our compassion and unconditional love to what we might call perpetrators of uh, these uh, non-equal uh, programs. This is a tough, 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 tall order. Very hard to do that. It's hard to let go of our bitterness and resentment and anger um, enough to, uh, to see that it cannot help to uh, heal what has happened. Um, and it's a fine line as well between ha maintaining uh, strong boundaries and still remaining peaceful. So it's definitely a tall order. It's not something that's going to come overnight. It's something that is um, we're working on. Uh, and this Venus in uh, retrograde is going to help us to really, you know, learn to live in alignment with higher values. So v Venus rules also our money resources. Um, so this is this would be a good time to really limit any non-essential spending and to review how we're utilizing money as an energy. Um, what we need to support ourselves. We might also be kind of um, figuring that out, like what's the actual monetary amount, uh, the bottom line. Um, so we're kind of having a money review, and that's also why it's a great time to kind of get, get your, your money hygiene uh, cleaned up. Um, this is not a great time to start a new relationship. It's a really good time to look over our past connections to romance, uh, relationships that do pop up. I would purposefully take things very, very, very slow with newcomers, uh, knowing that it may be more apt that a, a romance now turn up as a lesson or something um, that we will need review. Um, but that's not to say that we want to turn anybody away from our life. We just maybe need to really temper expectations around what that relationship is going to be and just take the slow, steady uh, route and focus on yourself uh, more than somebody else. Um, if somebody is meant to be in your life, they'll be in your life in, in four weeks from now. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to like hold on so tight. Um, a good relationship is one that is built nice and slow and steady on friendship and uh, you know not one that you have to be afraid that they might uh, bounce you know uh, after a couple weeks of Venus retrograde this Venus retrogrades are time for us to focus on cleaning things up for ourselves reviewing and um, like taking taking inventory so um, give yourself that opportunity give yourself that time um, okay, Thursday, the 14th, Jupiter is going to station retrograde in Capricorn. That's right. We have another retrograde coming up here. So that's three <laughs> retrogrades this week. Uh, dang, that's a lot, y'all, uh, which is why we got to be extra gentle with ourselves this week as the uh, so we don't uh, experience energetic whiplash 
Um, Jupiter helps us to expand on how we understand our experience. It helps us to give life meaning. Its highest expression represents universal laws that span all religions, such as the golden rule or do unto others as you would do unto yourself. But what happens when we live in a collective consciousness that what we do to ourselves is routinely abuse ourselves, okay? It means that uh, doing to others as you would do unto yourself <clears throat> then becomes a projection of abuse. <clears throat> and abuse can be, I mean, I, I'm harsh about the word abuse. I think abuse is like any kind of unkind words you use towards yourself, anything that you know to be harmful that you put yourself in, in, the, in the way of. Um, I like to call it abuse because I like it to be something that like uh, really um, that I feel deeply, right? So I don't just want it to be like, oh, I'm not very nice to myself. I want it to be like, when I tell myself I'm unlovable, that's fucking abuse, <laughs> right? That's how I, I like to uh, connect to it because... Uh, even though I can understand that where I've learned that from is, is from a, syst a systemic abuse, I still need to remember that, like, I don't want to align with abusing myself. I want to align with loving myself. So what has happened in the world around us is we see a hypocritical world outside of us, which preaches love but doesn't practice it. Not only outside of us, but sometimes we are that way too, right? We can be hypocritical. So Capricorn energy at its highest echelon, it seeks to build spiritual structures here in the material realm. And all year we've had Pluto, which is transformation very close to Jupiter, our expansion, both in Capricorn. So we must transform man-made structures that have created separation and thus violence and build from a higher vision. This starts with do unto yourself as uh as you would want to do unto others and vice versa, right? The golden rule. Really, we have to start loving ourselves in order to be able to love others. Otherwise, we see this system that we live in where the same abuse that we put ourselves through is what we project onto the world around us and vice versa, right? It's like a constant flow of this negative energy. So... We're learning how to not just say we love ourselves and one another, but to have the discipline to practice it too. And it is a practice. It, it takes self-control. It takes willpower. It takes discipline to love yourself in our day and age because what's reflected back at us is not uh, the type of love that we, that we after um, we do this difficult work of self-responsibility, shows us. Um, so we must learn how to not just say we love ourselves and one another, but to have the discipline to practice it. And this Jupiter in retro, Jupiter and Capricorn retrograde through September, it's going to be a deeply philosophical time where we start to make sense of the trajectory of our lives and our purpose here as individuals, where we start to really see where we don't have compassion for ourselves and where we need to bring that radical compassion in as a way of not just helping ourselves, but helping the entire collective to expand. These retrogrades that we're going through, they might seem scary, 
but honestly, they force us to slow down, which helps us to make our movements more purposeful. And the world's changed a lot in the last five months. So slowing down and reviewing what's going on and, and is really the best case scenario right now. It's so important for us to be very um, uh, conscientious around like how we're moving forward and not just rocket into the next whatever's coming next. Um, so these retrogrades are really important review periods for us. And we go through them every year, you know, uh, Venus every 18 months. So it's a lot more rare that we have a Venus retrograde, but it's very important and symbolic that we're having one now. Um, but the, the planets like Jupiter and Saturn and Pluto, I mean, they spend about 50% of their time retrograding. So this is not like a surprising thing. However, we do want to just take extra care around the days when um, planets uh, station because they can just feel a lot more. Um, we just feel that vibration shift in our body and it can be, can be kind of disconcerting. So just having a lot of compassion for yourself around that. Friday the 15th and Saturday the 16th, we've got Moon conjunct Mars on the Friday and then Moon conjunct Neptune uh, on the Saturday. Both all are in Pisces. Um, in my personal experience, some of the best connections I've ever had with my clients over the last eight years have also been during extremely raw times in my personal life. When you're at your most vulnerable, there is also the ability to be at your most compassionate. One thing I've always enjoyed about my moon circles and group classes is when you hear people sharing from all walks of life, you know, that you really see that the human experience, that need for love, those feelings of suffering, they really connect us all. We're all going through uh, similar, similar things, you know, where we're excited and we're in love and we're scared and we're, uh, and we're surviving. Um, even though we all manifest the human experience differently, the threads are the same. So on these days, on Friday and Saturday, we're feeling deeply connected to our humanity. We're feeling deeply connected to that experience. Um, and it's a lot easier for us to kind of make sense of those threads of what compassion is and what it means. But we also need to watch for emotional and energetic overload on these days. We want to look for what unifies us and the divine innocence in all beings and focus our intentions on cultivation of partnership with spirit, that unending source of love that is available in the universe. Um, However, there may be a necessity for extra rest on these days. Give yourself permission to feel and take things slow and watch for energetic overload or taking on the energies of others. Um, finally, we end the week on Sunday the 17th with the Sun in Taurus trine Jupiter, which uh, is retrograding in Capricorn. So we're going to end the week with the Moon in Aries. So there's this ability to protect and wield our anger in helpful ways if we choose, such as standing up for ourselves and cutting through any feelings of being victimized with that almost like Kali Ma, you know, goddess warrior energy. So that's helpful um, in uh, sort of like moving on from the energy of the previous days. The sun in Taurus uh, our collective identity, which is, you know, focused on our beliefs around resources, um, is making this super positive transit with our expansion through philosophy, this magical transit of the sun trining Jupiter on this day. It offers us growth and expansion in all avenues of our collective identity. 
So there's like a huge opportunity on this day, but we've got to really be paying attention to grasp it. So using those spiritual tools, um, you know, uh, making the most of this energy. Um, this is this is a big, lovely energy, um, and uh, if we are like not uh, taking very good care of ourselves, we might miss that. We might miss these opportunities for spiritual growth because we're bogged down. So use your tools, you know, um, and uh, this is a day where we may be able to feel more optimism and more generosity as well. Um, so it's a kind of a feel-good vibe, um, and I hope that we get to experience that even through these moments of suffering that we can still tap into this, um, this innate joy that exists that we are here, that we're alive, that we're, um, that we're surrounded by a lot of beauty, too, in the world. Um, along with this transit, you know, someone recently mentioned to me that in indigenous groups, uh, when a young person is making poor choices, a group comes together and sits that young person down and actually tells them all the ways that they love them and the reasons why. So, you know, in thinking of terms, in terms of this transit too, um, our collective identity, it doesn't need more judgment, shaming, and blaming. Okay, we know, we know, we've got history to show us that where every single individual's lineage has come from to up to today is from a, is from a place of suffering. Um, each child that was born into this lineage has suffered in a way that um, they... Uh, you know, sometimes no longer embody the qualities uh, that they came into the world with, an unconditional love, a curiosity, a sense of uh, oneness and adventure. So our collective identity, it doesn't need more judgment, shaming, and blaming. It needs more understanding, more radical compassion, and much, much more loving encouragement. So if anything on this day, be generous with yourself. Be very generous with yourself, generous with kind words, generous with kind actions. Um, it's going to go so much further than you think any of the fucking criticism can go. The criticism cannot take you as far, that inner criticism, that inner judgment, it cannot take you as far as that inner loving, nurturing, nourishing, compassionate parent can. So that's what we're focusing on on this day, and it's a it's a lovely way to end the week. I hope it really brings us a lot of um, inspiration and, and joy. I want to thank all of the monthly Energy Report supporters and patrons who help to support the availability of this information in this format, including our newest Patreon supporter, Shauna. Thank you so much. Um, I loved doing the uh, Moon Circle last week week. It was really, I know it was kind of spontaneous and a lot of you might not have had enough time to sign up for it. So I want to let you know in advance, um, I'm going to be doing two upcoming meditation groups. Uh, I'm not sure how long they'll last because um, I like to take things as they come, right? So but I'll definitely be doing a month of these uh, coming up. So it's my upcoming meditation group. It's going to start not this week, but next week. So one is a breakfast club. It's an hour and a half class where we will meet, we'll share, and we will have a guided meditation. Um, it's going to be limited to 15 people because otherwise 
not everybody gets an opportunity to share and to experience the class uh, like fully. It will take place uh, via Zoom. So I'll be doing a breakfast club and a supper club. The breakfast club will be on Mondays at 10 a.m. The supper club will be on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Um, and uh, there'll be sliding scale uh, 5 to $15 to join in and a, max, uh, a maximum participation. So um, please uh, sign up, subscribe to my website, rebeccaconran.com, or follow me on Instagram at Rebecca Conran uh, for details on this. Um, if you subscribe to my website, there'll be an email that will go out with the uh, with all the info on it for you to sign up. Uh, so yeah, uh, si uh, if you subscribe in advance, then you'll have all of that information. Um, and if you want to join, I'd love to have you. So it'll take place via Zoom. Um, and uh, it'll just be like a nice little way for us, a little club, a little meditation club for us to kind of convene and express what's going on and to connect with spirit together. All right, dears. So thank you so much. Sending you lots of love. Wishing you a good week. Uh, wishing you lots of compassion. These are not easy times. I hope that you are able to be super soft uh, with yourself and one another. Okay.